The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power in captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. From sunrise to sunset. Rom wins the Masters Marathon. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. We will give our first preview of the PGA Championship in just a bit. But first, a little bit of NFL news that I want to get to here. The Vikings have traded linebacker Zadarius Smith to the Cleveland Browns. Uh, some ladder-round picks are involved for 2024 and 25 uh, for each team. Uh, Zadarius Smith, a three-time Pro Bowler, uh, may not be the biggest name as far as a trade is concerned, but definitely, Joe, this is one of those deals where the Browns have been wanting to go all in for a couple of years now, and to me, that philosophical approach probably matters a little bit more to me as far as how to project them uh, than, say, just the fact that they got Zadarius Smith. Yeah, and as far as the Vikings trading him away, well... He was never what they thought he was going to be coming uh, from Green right. Bay, right? Hey, you, they had a bottom five defense all of last year. So what is the downside? They're going to have to rebuild that whole thing on that side of the ball. So, um, yeah, they're focused more on the offense. I don't view that as a, a big deal. I mean, look at uh, without much production from him, how many games they won last year. But Cleveland, so, yeah, it's going to be fascinating because you're dealing with Cincinnati a perennial Super Bowl contender. Now that they have Burrow, the foreseeable future, that's what they are every single season, right? And it, it, mm-hmm. it feels like, okay, if things work out with the offensive line one of these years, that they're going to make a really deep run, not that they already haven't done that. Uh, it's, it's about chasing the team in state right now. And we mentioned them earlier, and what's going to happen with Baltimore is absolutely fascinating in that division. And you know, Pittsburgh is never just going to quit. They're never going to be a team that's just looking for a higher draft pick. So they're going to try, 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 whether they're smart moves or not, they're going to make trades as well. So um, intriguing move, everything with the Browns, we know what it goes back to. I think that's one of the biggest questions in the NFL. A year ago, it was, what is Deshaun Watson going to look like 
out away from football. And a year later, it's, okay, that's the worst version of Deshaun Watson we've ever seen. Is he going to go back to the Texans' days? That, that's where everything goes back to with this team. Yeah, I'm just looking at their win total at nine and a half plus money yeah. to the over. I know. <laughs> it's like, no. is it just me or are so many of these teams at nine and a half? It's a tough number, <laughs> right? And we should, yeah, we should do the exercise where we count up all the win totals. How many more wi wins do uh, the win totals have than, than actual possible Wait, wins? <laughs> Wasn't there some graphic that came out from a, a major media conglomerate uh, where they had all the records from experts posted, and when you add it all up, then it's four games over 500? And uh, somebody <laughs> tweeted out, uh, the league will finish four games over 500, which will be the greatest finish in league history. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it happens every year, and we, we know they're always juiced up because right. people – uh, bet on things that are going to be positive, and everybody's going to turn it around. Uh, the Brown, that just sounds really high. I'm not saying they can't I bounce agree. back. Sean Watson isn't going to be better, but that just sounds really high. You're going to you're going to face, of course. They're going to bookend. So, did they do this with everyone, with all the division matchups? Bookend the season. I feel like this went under the radar. Almost every schedule I pull up, if a team's starting with a divisional matchup, it's week one and week eighteen, same team. Mm. That's what they're doing I've with Cincinnati. That. That's a good point. I've I've noticed it a bunch. Yeah. It's it's interesting. Um, yeah. So obviously, the last week they're hoping for okay, these two teams in division fighting it out. And if you're going to start with division matchups, I guess that's a way to do it. But uh, they have San Francisco outside of the division. There's it's not man. They end with the Jets and Bengals. That's a rough finish if you're sweating out that win total. Yeah. Yeah, that's a very rough finish. One thing I thought mm -hmm. that was interesting was the constant ricochet shots between Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams, the big headline <laughs> on Pro Football Talk last year proved, I don't need Aaron Rodgers. Like, they just keep taking shots back and forth at each other. Like, this is so petty. Grow up. Like an old game of Pong, just go back and forth and watch it slowly meander across the country. It's just well, brutal. That's brutal. Rogers definitely has a better chance of winning that one. Sorry, mm -hmm. Dante. You're awesome. I'd love really. to have you on my team, but yeah. Yeah, the role matters at the end of the day. All right, let's talk about the PGA Championship. Second major of the year happening at Oak Hill Country Club. Seventh major played there in course history. Last one being the 2013 PGA Championship. The course has a lengthened distance of 7,394 yards. It's a par 70, so you got to drive, and the iron play has to be really good as the par fours uh, tend to be demanding. Uh, narrow fairways, big trees, this is definitely going to be a challenge, I think, Aaron, as far as uh, determining you know, who's going to win this thing at the end. Would not be surprised if we see uh, some rather high scores. Yeah, so I'm just looking at the odds, and we were talking to Seamus McGee, and he was saying how you know people aren't shying away from betting these live guys, and I can't help but take a look at some of the live players as well. I mean... DJ, Ketka, my man Cam Smith with the mullet. 
Like there are some pretty good live <laughs> option players as well. Um, so yeah, I, I, I have an eye on a few of those. Of course, Tony Finau has become my new Will Zalatoris. Like I just want that guy to win, but <laughs> it just doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Tony I'm with you on Finau. Your eye on yeah. I wanted a better like number. I wanted a better number than 29, but I just don't think we're going to get. Mm-hmm. He's always in that range. He's always yeah. 30 to 40. Yeah. Right? Maybe is it a top five or top 10 bet? I don't know if there's value there. there I want, I've got to so, do something with Finau because it's like I'm going to have the FOMO if he wins something and I don't bet it because I always seem to bet him dating back to last year. I got a bone to pick with Finau. Finau cost me a lot of money at the Masters. Like I did a top twenty parlay. He was the one person that didn't get in. He, I had him in a special pool. Like Finau cost me. Yes, not not. So you know what I'm saying about the about the Zalatoris comparison? It's like I can't stop. (laughs) But like, if you're looking at a top twenty, or you're looking at like someone in a pool. You almost have to because all the metrics are the, all the numbers are there, and he should be. I mean, you can't say an automatic top twenty, obviously not, but it feels like he is always top ten, top twenty. He's always in the mix. I mean, he missed by like a stroke, I think, the top twenty at the Masters. Um, so was, he'll, I'll be playing him some sort of way. But that twenty nine, I wrote him down. Top and strokes gains, tee to green, number mm-hmm. one in approach, but. Uh, maybe slow start, get a better number, something like that. Just big picture with him. Like, is it, is he working up to like getting there? You know, I mean, there's just so much criticism <laughs> when it comes to Fina. Like, is he gonna, is he gonna get there and start winning or is this just who he is? I mean, that's, that's what I struggle with right now. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's been so long. He's consistent. He's going to break through one of these times because he's in that conversation at these majors so often. He'll break through. It'll be, it'll happen one of the times, but I I totally get the FOMO angle. Like that's a real thing, especially with golf. 
with, with when you have mm-hmm. so many weeks, uh, even if you you just come in and you bet on the majors, like if you have a guy that you love and you bet him and you see it's close and you bet him, you don't want to be off him on that week. The one time it happens, that is the worst feeling, especially in a sport mm-hmm. like this. And then all of a sudden, like you're like, oh, zero versus twenty nine to one, like. 29 to 1 isn't bad. It's not bad for you know the stats that he puts up and some of the consistency as far as the, as far as the majors. You're right, Ed. 2013, I know people are going to point to it when Duffner won here, PGA Championship. They changed the course. It doesn't even matter. You don't even want to look at that too much. Um, so what, what I did find interesting is just looking at your recent PJ Championship winners and the form. It won't surprise anyone. You know, we're coming off a of Masters where so much is course history, and with the PJ, it seems like it's been more about more about form. Um, when JT won last year, he was fifth in the Byron Nelson. Uh, when Brooks won it in 2019, he was fourth in the Byron Nelson. Forehand. Uh, when Phil won in 2021, that was a big surprise. But uh, the preceding week, he was your first-round leader. So form, form is real, uh, especially here in the PGA Championship. And the comp course that I've been seeing uh, some of the analysts put here is uh, 2019, when DJ won. And so what's happening, people are landing on some of these live players and landing on DJ, and, and that makes perfect sense to me. I, I'm a little surprised to hear Seamus say that, people are betting on these live guys because nobody's watching it. And it, well, you if you ha- look up I a lot of form masters. numbers, it's hard to find. Yeah. And the, they're different Neiman. scoring. It's hard to figure out who's playing well. Right. I mean, he's mm-hmm. made, six yeah, you got to Google it. But like, but you like, you know, you're looking at guys making cuts, but then what are his like me- actual metrics with like strokes gained and all that? It's, it's really tough to find. So, Yeah. I wonder if what app like, does the CW golf? have to watch live golf? What <laughs> app does CW have? Peacock. I think they're golf. dumping it. Didn't <laughs> they dump it? Did they? I was reading. No, I they had it on last weekend. Dumping. In fact, in fact, what they did that maybe they are soon, but I believe like a lot of networks uh, wound up cutting out of the final holes. Right to do like paid programming or something like that. And so oh, they can't okay. even I saw get some headline. Yeah. Yeah, oh, no. Next, everybody hates Chris. Last <laughs> words. <laughs> uh, CW oh, suddenly to... cut I... away from DJ's golf win in favor of regular scheduled program. What a swing and a miss by them. I mean, that yeah. <laughs> you can't do that. Yeah, I, I saw everybody one tweet that it, <laughs> it, it went, it, well, there were a few holes left. And then they left it to go to uh, season nine, episode Charmed. eight of Pe- Penn and Teller Animal Style. That was the episode. <laughs> oh my goodness. Like, what? That's what is even the awesome. point of carrying That's just that somebody in the weekend, you got like a, a paid, maybe a paid intern running the programming. That's what, that's what that is. And somebody didn't press the button because mm-hmm. it was set to go to some programming after live. Does anybody here know anybody watching live at all? Is anybody watching? No, 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 I don't either. I mean, I do plan to no. go to this live tournament in a couple weeks. 
Oh, okay. So there, there, there were people that, that were getting all sorts of programs, depending where you're watch, watching it. Uh, I see another tweet that said, wow, our local CW affiliate pulled off live with four holes to go, a three-way tie for the lead. They went to a 2019 rerun episode of Blackish. Like, Ew. I don't know if you guys have had someone got fired. But trying to talk to someone in master control who has their sheet in front of them and is determined that they are going to follow the sheet when, like, mm-hmm. breaking news happens or a game goes long or something else happens, it is, it is something else. It's like you're upsetting their entire mm-hmm. world. So I'm sure there's yep. the one person, like you said, on the weekend following their sheet, and I'm going to do it this way. Yep. Well, if it's paid programming uh, and you miss out on that yeah. money, that's huge. That's huge. Right, I right. want to jump in here because, uh, you know, talking about live and Joe, this is one of the big things that we talked about from the masters as far as how to evaluate these guys. Well, golf blogger uh, did just that in terms of looking at live folks versus non live folks at the masters. Uh, live had three players in the top 10 from this past masters, four in the top 20, five in the top 30, 12 made the cut. And that's about what you should expect in terms of the field of live players who made the Masters. 22% made uh, the field, 18 accounted for 20% of the field. That's about what's to be expected. Now, if you go to uh, strokes over par, uh, live players who made the cut were 1.66 shots over par. Non-live players were 0.34 shots over par. And so the non-live players performed better, but to me, the value much but you look at say those who haven't performed well at majors who are on the live tour those are the ones that i want to fade here yeah uh that was a big story going into the masters there were a number of golf betters they were just outright fading all the live guys and and that was a big story because they were wrong on it we kept in augusta and i met i mentioned 2019 looking at some of those guys that played well at that PJ championship and those that have form um, as long as Kepka's playing well he's one of them that's why people are talking about DJ uh, we'll get more into mm-hmm. tomorrow but can't lay he's 18 to one at BetMGM taking a look there and also a guy that is on fire right now and he always flies under the radar Adam Scott who who has won in big spots before he's 66 to one This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, Sean Little will join the show to talk the NBA Conference Finals. And we have some breaking news in the NBA. There is another coaching vacancy right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.